Since I started my personal brand, Happy Farm Life, nearly four and a half years ago, I have had some incredible opportunities. I've been able to speak on stages at pharmacy conferences and got the opportunity to go behind the scenes at NASA. Yes, NASA as a pharmacist. I never expected opportunities like I've had since creating my own personal brand. For me, creating a personal brand has been the best thing that has happened in my career. And I'm so excited to share with you today why I think you should start a personal brand yourself. Now, before I dive too far into this, I want to let you know that you do not have to be a social media star or an influencer or even have a social media presence at all in order to build your personal brand. That is just one of the routes that I chose to go with mine. So in this episode, I'm going to highlight some of the benefits that come from creating your own personal brand, whether or not you use social media. Now, for those of you who are interested in using social media for your personal brand, I'm going to talk about some of the additional benefits I've gotten from using social media in case that's something you are interested in. You can go to New Pharmacist Society and get all of my best resources. It's a part of the resource library that you get whenever you become a member. So you can go to newpharmacistsociety.com and check that out. With that, let's dive into personal branding. So what exactly is a personal brand? If you decide to Google this, there are a lot of definitions of what a personal brand is. But in general, I like to think of personal branding is the intentional effort that you're putting forth of what you are an expert in. It's how you promote yourself and the value that you bring to the world. Now, if you're listening to this and you are a student, you're like, I haven't done anything yet. Your brand could be centered around how you study for tests, because if you've been able to pass tests, that is something you've been successful in. And your personal brand can change and adapt as you do. Now, while most people associate personal branding with social media, I can tell you that personal branding has been around long before social media was out there. If you think about anybody who is a politician, they built themselves a personal brand in order to get to the position that they're in. If you think about somebody who became the president of APHA or ASHP, they created a personal brand that helped them get elected into those roles. Social media is only one slice of personal branding and you are probably building a personal brand right now, whether or not you're doing it intentionally or not. And so hopefully after this episode, you're going to figure out how to do so intentionally so you can make your personal brand work for you in your career. And that's why I think it's so important to create a personal brand early on in your career because you're going to be able to drive and steer it so much more intentionally towards those long-term goals if you start now. I truly believe a intentionally built personal brand can really improve not only your career, but your personal life. And so I'm gonna dive into five reasons why I think you should have a personal brand. And I'm gonna give you a few tips along the way to help you get started. So the first reason I think you should start a personal brand is it gives you influence to make change in areas that you are passionate about. So I've talked about this intentional positioning of yourself. That means you're putting yourself out into groups that focus in a particular area. So for me right now, If you haven't noticed, I'm focusing on new practitioners. I'm focusing on burnout, well-being, and resilience. And those are the things that I focus on in my personal brand on social media. Now, I focus on those outside of social media as well, but there are other components to my personal brand as well. 
I focus on investigational drug service because that is my job and gene therapy, things that are within that investigational drug service realm. I also have a pediatric component of my personal branding because I'm a board certified pediatric pharmacist. And so there's multiple layers, but because those are the things that I focus on, those are the rooms that I'm going to be in. Those are the types of committees I'm going to be involved in. Those are the types of journal articles I'm going to work on writing. And so by positioning yourself as a expert or a leader or a passionate person in that field, you're going to find more and more opportunities as you put yourself out there to really get in rooms where decisions are being made. So some of the ways to get attention, I've mentioned a few already, but just to point them out, make it really easy to find them all. You can write journal articles. So writing an article for AJHP, or you could write for Pharmacy Times. You can write for Pharmacy Today. You can write for the new practitioner column for APHA or ASHP. There are multiple different types of publications you can write in, not just professional journals, but also these other publications as well that are still professional, but maybe don't require you to do, say, a research project. These articles are sent out to pharmacists and pharmacy students and new practitioners across the country. And so it's a great way to position yourself as a leader in a specific field is by getting involved in writing those. You can also join committees within pharmacy organizations or even your local organizations that focus on information that you are passionate about. So if you're really passionate about pharmacy law, you can be a part of your state's policy committee. You can also apply for leadership positions, whether it's the chair of those committees after you've served on them for a while, or maybe you decide to take an even more active role and be a secretary, be a treasurer, be a vice president or president-elect. There are multiple different leadership roles within pharmacy, and you can find one that fits your interest and your personal brand the best. I also mentioned gaining certification in an area you're interested in. So I am a board certified pediatric pharmacy specialist. I have credentials behind my name that are included in my personal brand as a pediatric pharmacist because they are easily looked up. If I sign my email, you see those letters behind my name. And so that's part of my personal brand is the certifications I get. And you don't necessarily have to get one that involves credentials, but there are other certificates that you can do and apply for that when those are on your CV and you're applying for some of these other roles, you will be viewed as an expert in that area because you've taken the time to get the additional education. You can also create blog posts. So maybe you're having trouble getting in on those articles or maybe you want some practice writing because that's not your strong suit, but you eventually want to do that. You can set up your own website such as Squarespace or WordPress, or you can even publish blog posts on LinkedIn. And then you can share on social media, whether that's your Instagram, your Facebook, Twitter, X, Threads, YouTube, create a podcast. There are multiple different ways to share topics that you're interested in and passionate about to position yourself in a way that people see you as someone who is passionate and interested in this field. And so as you build that influence, whether you want to be an influencer or not, whether or not you're using social media or not, you're gaining traction, you're gaining some influence in the area. And that's what's going to invite you into rooms that are really going to make change. So you have the opportunity to be involved in press. You might be able to do interviews for podcasts. You might be invited to do some of these committee roles. People may recommend that you apply for leadership positions. And getting yourself in these types of rooms is what allows for a bigger impact and change in the area you're interested in. So the second reason a lot of people focus on a personal brand is to be 
a resume builder or to build your CV. If you build your personal brand right, you're going to have to seek out some professional opportunities yourself as you build and grow. But eventually you're going to get to the point where some of those professional opportunities are going to come to you. You might get opportunities for speaking requests at conferences. I've spoken at ASHP mid-year and ACCP. Both of those were per request. And it was because of my social media platform that I was requested to speak. You might get offered job opportunities. I have actually received some job opportunities through my personal branding. People have seen my videos or they've seen me on Instagram and said, hey, you know, my hospital has this position open. Do you think it's a good fit for you? And so far, none of them have been, but it's just interesting to me that I'm getting messages or emails about job opportunities because of the brands that I've built on social media. Depending on how you build your personal brand, you may be invited to collaborate with others, whether that's through YouTube videos or podcast episodes, and you actually may be requested to be a part of press. So you may be invited to come talk on a television show. You may be invited to be a expert for somebody who is writing a news article. And I have not been on the news, but I have been a part of several articles where I was a content expert for the journalist who is writing the article for the media outlet. I have a spreadsheet that I've kept of all the different opportunities that I've had through Happy Farm Life, and it still blows me away to this day. The different speaking engagements I've been a part of at dozens of schools across the country, and it just makes me really happy that I have been able to do those things and give back to the profession in the way I have. And yes, those things build my CV, but I don't think that's the most important part of this. Which brings me to my next part, which I think is what I've gotten the most out of my social media personal brand, and that is networking, meeting new people through my personal brand. I wanna start with the in-person meetings because that's really how I guess I started my personal brand. I was very involved, very engaged as a student pharmacist. Some of my friends at my pharmacy school would laugh because they were like, I just wanna follow Sierra around because Sierra knows everybody, Sierra networks with everyone because that's just how I am and I'm an outgoing person. But networking was something that I really focused on when I was in pharmacy school. And a lot of the relationships I built in pharmacy school have carried on into my professional career as well. So if you didn't start in pharmacy school, don't worry, it's not too late. Getting to know people by going to meetings in person and networking is a great opportunity to build your personal brand. When you go to these conferences, sit next to somebody new. Don't just sit next to the same people you know every single time you go there. Interact with speakers if you really enjoyed their presentation and you do have a question, go talk to them afterwards. Tell them that you really enjoyed their presentation and you wanna learn more or connect. Find them on LinkedIn, connect with them there. Networking in person really is how you can solidify and build relationships that last. So using that for local meetings or state meetings or even national meetings can help you as you build your brand. Now, whenever I finished pharmacy school, it was in 2019, which means my first year as a practitioner rolled into 2020. And so a lot of the in-person opportunities disappeared and we have come to the point where we're doing a lot more virtual events and we're in a digital age. So online networking, whether or not you use social media is important. So some of those virtual networking sessions that are available or Zoom calls or meetings, that's how you can get to know people as well. 
I have a really cool story about meeting someone in a Zoom meeting for ACCP, and now we are working on a larger professional project together. This had nothing to do with my social media brand at all, but me going to that networking event, speaking up, talking about my job, they were like, hey, I kind of do the same thing. Let's collaborate on a project together. Now, social media also comes into play here because two of my best mentors I met through social media. There are some people that I text on a regular basis, have met in person from social media encounters where we've gotten to know each other through there first. And that is really, really cool to be able to connect with other pharmacists who are passionate about the profession and finding people who are passionate about things that you're also passionate about when maybe you are at a smaller institution or maybe you work in an independent pharmacy and you just can't find anybody else who has that same passion for what you do, there's probably somebody on social media that does. And so finding those people, finding your network through social media can also really help you when it comes to networking. On the other side of that, you have the opportunity to network with the people who comment on your post. So the people who follow you, the people who watch your content, as they engage with you, you are able to talk back to them. I have helped people through applying to residency. I've helped people get jobs. I've helped people who had questions about negotiating their salary. Those connections that I'm building, I'm building a relationship. Yes, it's online, but if I were to ever meet that person in real life, I still have that relationship there and I could go up and talk to them and introduce myself in person. So the next reason I think you should build a personal brand is because it improves your skill sets. Aside from being able to put some of the things that you've done on your CV or resume, there are extra skills that you can build while you're building your personal brand that are valuable that you can talk about in interviews if you change jobs or talk about whenever you are trying to apply for another leadership position. As you build your personal brand, you're probably going to be called to step outside your comfort zone. When I spoke at ASHP mid-year, it was right after I finished residency when I got asked. It was in the end of 2020. I finished my residency in 2020 for the 2021 mid-year. If you did not know, the planning for that happens almost 10 months in advance. So I got asked about it the week mid-year was happening for the mid-year for the next year. I did not feel ready to be considered a content expert whatsoever at that time. But I put myself out there because I said the people who saw my content, the people who were asking me, believe in me enough that I should go for it. And it was also something that was on my pharmacist bucket list. If you haven't heard me talk about that, I have a list of things that I want to accomplish in my pharmacist career. And I just like have a running list. And speaking at mid-year was on that list. I expected that to happen years further down the line. But it required me to push myself out of my comfort zone and speak to a national crowd, which is something I had not done, didn't feel ready and I did it anyway. And I'm so glad I did. It was a great experience and it really helped me learn how to create better continuing education presentations. And I've done several since. If you are taking on these speaking engagements, it can help your presenting skills. Whether you are presenting to student pharmacists and local chapters and organizations or doing what I did and speaking at some of those larger conferences, Getting in front of people every single time that you can is going to make you a better speaker. It also gives you an opportunity to do more leadership roles and build your leadership and team working skills that can transfer into your day-to-day -day job. If you decide to do blog posts or journals, 
That's going to improve your writing skills, which is another piece and component of your job. You're also going to learn from a lot of different people and you may learn different ways to go through problem solving or process improvement because those things are constantly required if you're working in committees. Now for social media, there are so many skills that I've learned and I'm gonna be honest, not all of them are fully transferable to my day-to-day -day job as a pharmacist. However, because of my social media experience, I now run the residency social media page for the institution I work at because I had those skills and some of them I'm going to talk about here, I am using now in my job running the social media page for our residency program. I make a lot of different content. So I make YouTube shorts, I make Instagram reels, I make Instagram posts. I make Instagram stories, I create blog posts, I have the YouTube channel and create YouTube videos, I create podcasts, but I didn't start out that way. I started with just one or two things and then like built upon that. But through all of the different types of content that I've created and the different pieces of social media that I've been a part of, I've learned graphic design skills, I've learned video and photo editing skills. I feel a little bit like Napoleon Dynamite. I did not get nunchuck skills, but I learned about photography and videography. I've learned about copywriting and marketing and email strategy. I've had to review contracts and do business planning. All of those things are skills that I have brought to the table and can bring to the table in the future because I learned how to do them through building a social media platform. Now I wanna emphasize the fact that you should not try to do all of the things all at once, learn one platform and build upon that. But over time I've built this into a multi-platform social media brand. And I've used a lot of different resources in order to do that. So again, if you wanna see all of the different resources that I use to build Happy Farm Life, you can go to newpharmacistsociety.com, join that community there, and you will get access to the full resource library, which includes over 100 different resources, and several of them are focused on personal branding. But there's also clinical resources and resources for your well being and just a lot of other really good things in there, aside from the monthly masterclasses that you're also gonna get access to. And eventually I will do one on personal branding if there's enough interest in that. So let me know if you are interested in seeing those in the future. But moving on to the last reason why you should have your own personal brand. And in my opinion, that is because it gives you an opportunity to diversify your income. If you haven't heard this phrase before, it basically means instead of having one stream of income, which is just your job, having multiple different ways that you can make income. So in case something happens, say you get laid off your job, you have other streams of income that can help support you. The way the professional pharmacy is, there's a lot of turmoil right now. I wanted to set myself up for future success and hopefully early retirement through the diversification of my income and adding different income streams to my financial portfolio. And I'm not gonna pretend I make a whole lot of money off of this, I do not. And it is expanding every single year what I do make from the platforms. But I'm hoping over time this builds up and I have found new ways each year to increase the income that I am getting from my personal brand. Now that may not be your goal when you start out. I did not make anything. I spent money for a couple of years and didn't make a dime. Keep that in mind that this is a long-term game if you wanna diversify your income through your personal brand, especially through social media. But here are some of the ways that I have made money from my personal brand. Speaking engagements. 
I have been paid to speak at multiple different events. Brand deals. I have worked with brands that I trust and believe in. I am very specific about who I work with, but I have been paid to make content for a brand. I've also made money through affiliate market sales. So there are some links that I have had posted before that are for products that I am associated with a brand and I make a small commission on any purchases that are made. So some of that money goes back to me. I don't make a ton off of this, but it does add up over time. I've been paid to write articles for different blogs before. I've been able to sell some of my own products. So I've sold workshops. New Pharmacist Society is my membership community. I do make some income off of that. A lot of those products, that money goes directly back into the brand so I can build out more things or improve my quality of content. I've been able to upgrade this microphone, the camera that I'm using, the light that I'm using. I started out using my phone. I tried to use our Sony A6000 that we had prior to this camera and that's what I used for quite a while, but I had to do some upgrades in order for that to work. So I started out just using my phone to make YouTube videos and a cheap editing software. And I've been able to update my editing software and things like that with the money I've made. I also make money for any ads that you see on YouTube. I get a cut of that. It's not a whole lot, but it does add up over time. And I've made several thousand dollars over the years from YouTube ads. And then I've also gotten free travel or partially paid travel for some of the different speaking events and engagements that I've been a part of. In many ways, the income I've made so far supports the hobby more than anything else, but it's allowed me to do more, enjoy making videos more and make better videos for you all and make better content. So hopefully I can help more people, which is my ultimate goal. But if I did get to the point that I wanted to make more off of that, I know that there are multiple streams and avenues that I could pursue more heavily than I am right now. Now, building a personal brand is not easy. It's a never ending journey and it's going to take time to find the path that you wanna go down. And you may find that you're going to change your mind multiple times. You're intentionally going one direction and your life completely changes. You may be like me and be going down the path of women's health and pediatric pharmacy and then decide that you need to change and change directions and go towards research. That's what my personal brand did. My content changed when I changed jobs. That's just part of life. And you're going to always be evolving, always be changing in your career and your personal life. And your brand's going to change with you. The one thing that hasn't changed is I have loved the journey of building my personal brand. I have loved getting to meet some of you guys in person. I've loved the opportunity to get to know some of you just online and hear your journeys, get excited with you when you match for residency or get that new job or you realize that you're burned out and you're using these resources. And I've had people reach out who did the free self-care guide. I'll leave that link down below. They got the ebook and they tried some of the things and it helped relieve their stress. Those are the reasons that I build my personal brand. And those are the reasons that I continue to do what I do, even though it takes a ton of my time and energy. But what I want you to remember is that your personal brand is going to look different from mine. You may not want to go the social media route. You may want to focus your attention on something else. Maybe you really love writing and you want to be published in journals. Go for the things that matter to you most as you build your brand. Don't worry about what your brand's gonna look like a year, two year, five year, 10 years from now, because you're not gonna be able to predict that. 
but look at your brand today and figure out what you want it to look like. What do you want your life and your focus and your attention to be? Your legacy in pharmacy and start that first post, write that first article, reach out to somebody about joining the committee. Get involved and just get started. With that, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. And until next time, keep on living your happy farm life. Bye.